John chapter 14, beginning reading verse number 1. If you're there, say amen. 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 Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest. And how can we know the way? And Jesus whoo, yeah. saith unto him, yeah. I am. Yeah. Time out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what that is? Yeah. That's in the now. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> the way, yeah. the truth, and the life. Yeah. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Amen. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, you know I need you. God, where the flesh would fail, I pray that the Spirit would rise up in power, that you'd answer my prayer for not just the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, for which I'm so grateful, but I'm not satisfied, Lord, with just an indwelling. I want to be filled, Lord. I desire to have the presence of God and the power of God to rest upon me in this time behind the sacred desk. I pray, Lord, today that the Word of God would do what only it can do in power and that the Spirit of God would say what only He can say to the hearts of men and women and boys and girls. God, we pray that you'd put your stamp of approval by, by adding your manifest presence in these services in these days. And God, I thank you for all the testimonies of salvation that we've heard this morning. But God, there still may be one. There may be a lost one in this presence today. God, that needs to call upon you, that needs to believe on you with all their heart. I pray, Father, today that the Spirit would have a clear avenue of communication to that precious soul. We ask all these things in Jesus' sweet holy name. God's people said, amen. amen. I'm interested. You can be seated this morning. I'm, I'm interested in verse number six, where the Lord Jesus Christ makes a statement to his 11 remaining disciples in the upper room when he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man cometh unto the Father but by me. Right. Now between John chapter number 13 and John 17, we find Jesus with his disciples in what we would call that upper room experience and on their way to the Garden of Gethsemane. And in the previous chapter, Jesus has come in and he has washed the feet of his disciples right. and he has identified uh, their uh, role to serve one another and to be a servant one to the other. And he has also made a a, a, a disturbing declaration that one of those 12 would betray him even in that night and that the betrayer that son of perdition has gone out to do what he had to do and so they are left bewildered the, the disciples have many questions uh, they are questioning among themselves and within their heart and Peter himself in previous verses in chapter number 13 if you look there in verse number 33 and 36 uh, through 36 in that area we see 
see that Jesus is having to reason somewhat with Peter. Peter, you know, who was very boisterous in his, he had a very little filter over his mouth. In fact, I, I imagine his mouth was about the size of a number, a size nine shoe there. Somehow he was constantly getting his foot in his mouth. Yeah. And, and he made some proclamations here that Jesus had to settle him down on. Uh, but here he is, he is declaring in these previous verses, yet a little while I am with you. You shall seek me. And as I said unto the Jews, whether I go, you cannot come. So now I say to you, down in verse number 36, he said, whether I go, thou canst not follow me now, but thou shalt follow me after. There's dual meaning there in these, uh, in these promises of a way that lied before Jesus and a way that would lie before his uh, disciples. Jesus was headed to the cross. Uh, ultimately, he was headed back to heaven to sit at the right hand of power by, the God, by God the Father. Amen. And he's indicating that his disciples had two ways to go. One ultimately was the reward of heaven that we've read about here in our verses and text today uh, the, where, the, uh, where he will take us away unto our heavenly reward. But he was indicating also to those disciples that there was a way they were going to have to travel. There was a pathway they were going to have to walk that would lead to a similar demise in their life on this earth. And so he is giving them a consolation. He said, let not your heart be troubled. And these are disturbing times, disciples. And let me just say, Americans, these are disturbing times. Uh, these are times of trouble. These are times of despair. These are times where we worry what's going to happen next and things that are uh, taking place in our country today we would have never imagined could have come to pass. But let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. The God of heaven who sent the Son of God to pay the price and die on the cross so that our past could be buried beneath the blood. Oh, he's not left us comfortless. He's not left us without a comfortor. Amen. But in these times that we live in, he is giving us in these verses, especially verse number six, uh, some things to hold on to. Let us look together, and I won't hinder us this morning. Uh, for time, I understand and realize that I'm the only thing that stands between you and fried chicken, so I don't want to create any ill will today. But I want us to focus for just a few minutes on a few things here. Notice in red letters there in chapter number 14, verse 6, Jesus saith unto him, I am. I am. This is a, declar a declarative statement. He is uh, I am. He is the only one. He is alone in his position. Uh, he is the architect of all creation. Uh, he is the author of your life. Uh, he is the apex of all that can be. When he makes the statement, I am, it's not a first time thing. All the way through the word of God, all the way back to Genesis chapter number 15, God is speaking unto Abram and he says, Abram, I am your shield. In chapter number 17 of Genesis, he said, I am the almighty God. In chapter number 28, he said, I am the Lord God. In chapter number 35 of Genesis, he said, I am God almighty. When he comes to Moses in Exodus chapter number three, he says, I am the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. He said, I am that I am. Amen. 
in verse number 30 and uh, verse number 60 of that same chapter, Exodus 3, he says, I am the Lord your God. And all the way down through the scriptures, we find God declaring himself to me, I am. And when we come to the gospel of John, so numerous are the times that he says, I am. In chapter number four, let me give you a few examples. He said, Jesus said, I am the Messiah. So when he was speaking to that Samaritan woman by the well, in chapter number five, he said, I am come in my father's name. In chapter number six, three times, he says, I am the bread of life. In chapter number eight and chapter number nine of John, he said, I am the light of the world. In chapter number eight, verse number 58, he makes this statement unto those Jews, before Abraham was, I am. He is the I am. In chapter number 10 of John, he says, I am the door of the sheep. And he said, I am the good shepherd. In chapter number 11 of John, he says, I am the resurrection and the life. In chapter number 15, he says, I am the true vine. He is I am. The I am is the answer to every question that could come to your mind. He is the solution to every problem that you might have. The I am is the balm for every wound upon your heart. He, the I am is a comfort for every hurt that you feel. The I am is rest for the weary. He is the I am and he is the wealth for the poor. The I am is the honey in the rock. The I am is the lifter of my head. The I am is the shepherd and the Lamb of God. The I am is the sacrifice and the Savior. The I am is our high priest, the Son of God, the Son of Man. He is I am. He's everything that anyone could, would, or will ever need. Paul said it this way in 1 Corinthians 15, 10. He said, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. Let me take a, 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 make a statement to you this morning. Who I am is because of thee I am. Amen. I am nothing without him. I can do nothing without him. Amen. I am is who I am. I am his. He says I am. And then he gives us three things here in this verse number six. He gives us three absolutes. If you're taking notes this morning, three absolutes. What is an absolute? It is an exclusive thing. He is making statements that declare that he is preeminent. He is peerless. He is the ultimate. He is supreme. He is transcendent above all. He is above all. He is sovereign when he makes these statements. Notice what it does not say in verse number 6 of chapter 14. It does not say, I am a way, a truth, or a life. He says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. These are absolutes. Let's look at this first one. Let's look at when he says, I am the way. That indicates, my friend, that he is the only way. He is the only way. Uh, Through our 
testimony service this morning, there were several different places. And I thank God that he can meet us anywhere that I am. I think of an older gentleman when I was growing up on Sand Mountain, Alabama, a man named D. Sims. And he drove a San Ann gasoline truck. And he was, a, he was a wicked man. And his wife went to church and prayed for Brother D. And Brother D was driving that gas truck into Albertville, Alabama one day. And he went down the mountain into Gunnersville. And a conviction of God got in a cab of that gasoline truck with him. And he pulled that old San Ann gas truck down on the side of the road and got down by the front tire and called on God to say, He can meet us anywhere there. Does it have to be at an altar in a church? I'm glad that God can come to where we are. Yeah, and he may be able to come to where we are, but there's only one way to get to him. Amen. Yes. There's only one way to get to him. And he is the way. He is the way. Now, man has several different ways that he likes to think about, several different ways that he plans to take. And the Proverbs tells us in Proverbs 14, 12, that there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death are the ways of death when you talk to the average American now they've got their own thing it's like old Tom T. Hall wrote back and said me and Jesus got our own thing going no you don't it's his way or no way it's his way to him it's his way to salvation he is the way there is one way. There is a sinful way that man walks. The scripture that was used in, in 1978 there, uh, Brother Red, uh, let's see, what was his name over there? The old preacher man came across the, uh, Brother Frank Sharp, came across the, the county line over there and, and from Georgia side into Cherokee County, and he preached on Isaiah 53, 6, and he said, All we like sheep have gone astray, and everyone has gone turned his own way. And we, we have been taught to, 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 to build up our lives and to, and, to, and to build our life and to make our way through this world. And we, and we do have to make our own decisions. We do have to make choices every day. And we do have to plan and we do have to work. Amen. But when it comes to the way to heaven, when it comes to the glory way, the way to God the Father, there is but one way. And it is not a way of our choosing it is not a way of good works. It is not a way of good deeds. It's not a way of good thoughts. It's the way provided by Jesus Christ to the Father. Matthew chapter number 7, verse 13 and 14. Jesus said this, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. It's a submissive way. It's a submissive way. Matthew 6, 10, Jesus is speaking to his disciples in that prayer. He says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It is not just a submissive way. It's a sacrificial way. It is a sacrificial way. Matthew 16, Jesus said to the, to the crowds, he said, then said Jesus unto his disciples, if any man come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. 
Walking with Jesus, we could testify over and over again, one by one, how not every day has been easy. Not every day has been a bed of roses. Not every day has been a honey bun and a Dr. Pepper. I'm telling you, some days have been spent in the hospital wards. Some days have been spent in the nursing homes. Some days have been spent in the hospice houses. Some days have been spent in the funeral homes. Some days have been uh, 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 spent wondering where we were going to have a home. But I'm telling you, not one step of the way has God ever left our side. He is the way, and he is the only way of salvation. Uh, Acts 4, 12, it says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. He says, not only in these declarative statements, these absolutes, he said, not only am I the way, he says, but I am the truth. The truth. The only truth. Truth. He's not just true. Yes, that's right. He is truth. That's right. Yeah. He is truth. What do we hear in this day of personal philosophy? What do we hear in this day of psychoanalysis? What do we hear in this day where everyone is being able to choose if they are what they are and what they think they are? And they say this statement, well, that's your truth. And, And my truth is this. Well, let me just say this, if I could say it respectfully, hogwash. You don't get to choose what you think is truth if it's not true. You can't call black, white, and red brown. You can't make the sky orange and and the sea waters purple. You can't decide what you think ought to be just because you want it to be that way. That's right. Amen. Amen. There is one truth, and here I hold in my hand today, and if you've got a good King James Bible, you hold the truth. We have the truth. It is the truth. This is the uh, transliteration. I say myself, this is the transliteration of the Lord Jesus Christ himself. He is the living word, amen. John chapter 1, he says it here. John wrote it down. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Verse number 14 said, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. He is truth tonight. And we hold his truth in our hand. I like what it says over there in Revelation 19. When, oh, I want to skip ahead. I know we're supposed to be living now, but I do like to peek over there every once in a while. Amen. John chapter 19 verse 11. It says this. And I saw heaven open. And behold a white horse and he that sat upon him was called faithful and true. And in righteousness he thus judged and make war. His eyes were a flame of fire. And on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed in a vesture dipped in blood. And his name is called the Word of God. Jesus is the living Word, my friend. When he says, I am the truth, he is speaking of his Word. But there are many who say the truth is subjective. Well, I'm here to tell you the truth is not subjective. Everything is not relative to your experience and your family and your, uh, and your uh, uh, upbringing and your culture. There are truths that are absolute, including and especially this word of God. Amen. What did Peter write to in 2 Peter 1.20? He said that knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. If it says it, you don't get to decide whether you think it's different from somebody else or not. Right. 
Amen. It says what it says, and it says what it means, and it means what it says because it is the truth. Amen. Yep. And he says, I am the truth. But many are seared. Many are seared to the truth. The truth does not even affect them anymore. What Romans tell us in Romans 1, 24 and 25, we are living, as Brother Edgar Thomas you say, as victims of prophecy. We are seeing Romans 1 come to pass before our very eyes. Verse 24 and 25 says, Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. They may change every rule. They may pass laws. They may come up with their own ideas, but they will never change the truth. The truth will stand when this world is on fire. I want you to know that that truth is singular tonight. Oh, forever, oh Lord, thy word is settled. In heaven, the psalmist said, it is not just settled, my friend. Oh, it's not just singular, but, but, it, it, but, it, but it, he says, for all the promises of God in him are yea and amen. What he says it, he means it. Amen. And you can rely on it tonight. Hebrews tells us that it is impossible for God to lie. He has not told you one thing and told you something different. Amen. 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 And I know we come from all kinds of different places. But you know what I love to see? I love to see when I get to a little video of some missionary friends on the other side of the world, over in Africa, or up in England, or down in South America, and you know what they're doing? They're worshiping God in spirit and in truth. Amen. And their clothes might be a little bit different according to their culture, but they're worshiping the same God, and they're all saying hallelujah, and they're all saying glory to God. Amen. Why? Because it's the truth. Amen. Truth doesn't change. Right. How do we know that? We have, like Romans 8, we have the witness of the Holy Spirit. Yes, that's right. We have the witness of the Holy Spirit. Several times in John's Gospel, John 14, John 15, John 16, and over in 1 John chapter 5, it says that it is the Spirit that beareth witness yeah. because the Spirit is truth. Now, I've heard people say this kind of thing, Brother Hart, through my life. Well, I just think the Lord's telling me to do so-and-so. I, the, the Lord told me it was all right to do so-and-so. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I said, well, what about this right here? Well, yeah, I know what that says, but. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the Spirit of God will never tell us anything that contradicts the Word of God. Fellow, one time when I was in the music business, Brother Hart told me that God told me told him to leave his wife, divorce her, and marry some other gal. Sure. Yeah. And I went, "Is that right?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder who your God is. Yeah. Because yeah. right. you ain't worshiping the God of the Bible or listening to Him. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. It'll be all right. It'll be there when I get done. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, the Spirit of God agrees with the Word of God. Yeah. Why? Because it is truth. Now I, I want to get down here. Some of you need to breathe. Just <laughs> He says, I am the way, I am the truth. And he says, I am the life. And let me just say to you, the life with him is the only life worth living. Yeah. He is our life. He is not just a life force that gives all men life. He is not just the light of men that brought all of us into existence at that moment of conception. Amen. Scientists have now proven that when that, that, that embryo is first formed, there is an electrical spark where life begins. 
of God lets me know according to the word of God that that's the light of men that God switches on. He is the life in Genesis 2. He formed man of the dust of the earth and breathed breath in his nostrils, the breath of life, and man became a living soul. The reason we are alive, the reason they are alive, the reason the Russians are alive, the reason the Chinese are alive, the reason the Democrats are alive is because God gave them life because he is the life. Whether they acknowledge him or not, John 1.4 says, In him was life. And the life was the light of men. John 6.33, he is the giver of life. John 6.35, he is the bread of life. Romans 6.23, he is giver of eternal life. He is the life. Yes. But there is one he told us about in John 10.10, 10, a thief. Mm. He said, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy but I am come that they might have life. Yeah. And he didn't stop there. Yeah. He said, and they might have life. They might have it more abundantly. <laughs> well, you say, Brother Adam, I'm not rich and my car's not new and my clothes are out of style and my house is several years. Hey, listen, that's not what life is. Life is the inside of you that when things are not going good, you've got joy inside. That's the life of God within us when the night is dark and our way is downtrodden when we can look into the word of God and the spirit of God begins to say amen within us and he gives us life beyond what is seen by normal man. And all of these things, the way, the truth, the life, these are all but an avenue. They're all but an avenue of access God the Father. Amen. Notice the last part of our verse, verse 6. Yeah. He said, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. He is I am. Yep. He has given us absolutes. But what he is is our access Amen. to the God of heaven. Thank he is the access that we have unto God the Father. And there were many this morning who gave their testimony about where they got saved. And maybe some were a little shy and embarrassed. I understand all that. But the Word of God has got something to say. First John chapter number 2 verse 23 says, Whosoever denieth the Son, the same hath not the Father. He said, if you have not the Spirit of God, you're none of His. There might have been somebody this morning who couldn't stand up and say where they got saved because they're not saved. I wasn't keeping score. I wasn't keeping track. I don't have a little chart over there. I don't know. It's one of the great luxuries of being a, a visiting evangelist. I don't know where by stuff. I don't know why some of y'all sit over here and some of y'all sit over yonder. It's none of my business. Please don't come tell me. God only knows. God knows. And the Spirit of God can bear witness within us. But I've known a lot of people who've tried to talk themselves into being saved that were as lost as last year's Easter egg. But if we're going to have access to God in heaven, we are to live in the now. Dead on. Dead on. But you know what the Bible says about now? It says this is the accepted time. 
Today is the day of salvation. Now is the time. While you have an opportunity. While we've got warm waters. While we've got a loving congregation. While we've got people who will rejoice and support and carry through and train and love and work together. with. Hey, yeah. You're in great, great fertile soil. Amen. With that apology, I say this, though. I believe that the word of God is a whosoever yes. word of God. You're right. But it is not a howsoever that's right. Word of God. Yeah. That's right. right. It is not a howsoever word of God. You don't get to pick and choose. And all the songwriters, they, you know, they, 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 they try to make little lines of rhyme about when I get to the pearly gates and St. Peter's there to meet me. Yeah. Sounds good in a country song. <laughs> Just ain't no Bible for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. St. Peter is not standing outside some big pearly gate with a clipboard. To yeah. see a few you, don't all, you don't get to go all the way there and look in and see if you see anybody you know. It's like, get me in, get me in. That's right. not how that works. Right. No. You, 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 can't, you can't look over at your grandma and say, Grandma, Grandma, give me, get, tell, them, tell them I'm with you. Tell them I'm with you. She's going to go, whoo! Right. You're not going to get an opportunity at that point to have an audience with Jesus. And say, hey, Jesus, you, you know I, I was faithful to that church. And, and I even gave him the offer plate. And, I, and you, you list all those things. List all. That's what people think that they can do. I've talked to many of them who said, I, just, I hope I can get in. No. It's a whosoever, but it's not a howsoever. See, we're heading to a destination. Yeah. Not just an imagination. Amen. <laughs> it's a real place. Amen. With a real God. It's not floating on some cloud. He's sitting upon a throne. Amen. He is the tabernacle. Yeah, true. He is the temple. Of, he is the centerpiece yes. of heaven. Heaven is not about a street of gold. Yeah. It's not what it's about. It's not about 12 trees. It's not about a river of life. All those things are there. The saints of God from all eternity are there. But that's not what makes it heaven. Heaven is about him. Heaven is about the Father and the Son. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's what will make it heaven. Amen. Heaven is about a, perp- a, a, a person. Yes. It's about a person, not a preference. Right. Not a preference. I noticed there were several different kinds of churches mentioned today about where you got saved. Amen to every one of them. Yeah, amen. Amen. You know why? Because God saves. Amen. Amen. Denominations don't save. Right, right, right. right. Amen. And it doesn't matter what's on the door out there. If they say that you can get saved any other way than besides what this Bible gets saved, then you're not getting saved. Right, that's right. Amen. Because the Word of God says how we're saved. Yes. We're saved by grace through faith in Him. Yep. What did that, what did that jailer, that Philippian jailer, come and fall at the feet of those disciples, those apostles, and say, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? He said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. Amen. Didn't say anything about going to discipleship class. Didn't say anything about giving an offering. Didn't say anything about paying anybody out of purgatory. Didn't say anything about so many Hail Marys. Didn't say nothing about any of that. 
doesn't matter what church you were sitting in. If you got saved, you got saved the same way that everybody else did. Amen. Amen. It's not about our preference. It's not because we're Americans. Dear God, if we were to hang American like on our little tags, we went to the pearly gates to see Peter, I'm an American, he'd say, uh-uh, you are not getting in. <laughs> not since 2020. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed or not, but everything's not going real well. <laughs> I don't know. It could be that you killed 80 million babies. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Right. Yeah. And you put a bunch of reprobates as leadership of your country. Could be that. Yes. You better be glad it ain't because you're American that you're getting into heaven. Yeah. It, mm -mm. yeah. Heaven is not about a mansion. It's not about, it's not about just missing hell. Although I'm so glad of that. It's not about crowns. It's not, it's not, about, it's not about the rewards. It's not even just about the peace. It's about him. It's about the father. It's about the I. Am. Yep. The I am is the final goal of the way. Yes. The I am is the final goal of the way. Amen. I would ask you a couple of questions today. Sister, would you mind coming to the piano? Is that you? Is that, you? Is that right? Yeah. Am I right about that? I just ask you a couple of questions. I'm not a great big scenario preacher. I don't, I don't try to lay out and try to, you know, Holy Ghost, hocus pocus what's going on in your house. I, that's, that's not what I do. I believe that the Holy Spirit speaks to hearts a lot Amen. better than I can. Yes. But I know me. You know what I have to be reminded of a lot of times? My ways are not always the best ways. My plans are not always the best plans. Might be good. I have a nice little PowerPoint presentation, schematic, spreadsheet, bracket. Yeah. But my way is not always the best way. Might be a good way, might not always be the God way. I might try to justify some things in my life, and then I have to be reminded of what the truth is. Yeah. When I was a younger man, well, I thought I knew how I wanted to live my life. You know why? Because it was my life. Sure. But then you know what I found out? I am not my own. Mm. I am bought with a price. I'm his. And my life is in his hands. Right. Hannah said over there in 1 Samuel, it's God that killeth and God that maketh alive. Mm. Our life is in his hands. Amen. I don't know how this message speaks to you today. But I invite you to obey the Lord yes. in a moment. And if you're lost today, there's only one thing you need to do. You don't need to figure out what is truth and have an explanation of everything that God says that is truth in the Word of God. You just need to come to Him. Just come to Him. As we... <laughs>